Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 170. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. And at a safe distance, off-road, Andy. Yeah, I'm calling in. I'm still at home. Uh, no, actually, no. I'm here. I'm alive and live from a room that is not my home. Downtown Culver City. But I'm still being safe. I still wash my hands at least twice today. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I was going to say, Andy, you have never... up 200%. You've definitely never been someone that's afraid of germs. No, I, I feel like you should uh, try to put yourself out there and uh, get ready for the world because the world doesn't want to protect you. It wants to kill you. That's how it works. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's that sounds like it's a quote from like Batman or something. I was going to say Jurassic yeah, Park or something. stole from Bane. <laughs> the world does not... Okay, I'm not even trying. I was born in the dark. I don't even know what mine was. <laughs> the world is trying to kill you. There you go. That's not bad. That's good. I love the cup, Bane. But yeah, uh, this is episode 170. And uh, last week, if you uh, missed it, you might want to go back before you listen to the rest of this one. We do some movie brackets like March Madness. And we're going to continue that. Uh, but yeah. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Now that we have that little uh, stuff out of the way, shall we get on into it, guys? Absolutely. All right. So this year is just, we'll chalk it up as a total loss. Um, maybe we can get insurance bailed out or something, like get a new car, get a new year. Uh, Jerry Stiller died. Yeah, not a, not a surprise, though. He is I mean, a- yeah, he was 92 years old, and he played a grandfather, I feel like, since I was alive. So yeah, phenomenal run. But still sad. Yeah. And um, you could tell how much Ben Stiller really loves his parents. I mean, his mom died, I think it was two years ago. Um, and there's a lot of tributes to her. Because they, they, they performed together. That's what was, was great. Was his mom the mom in Heavyweights also? I don't know who his mom is. I don't know. I need to go watch Heavyweights. Because obviously at the beginning, he is... He, you know, as the camp owner, him and his wife, and then yeah. they give they sell the camp to Ben Aff- or uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Affleck would be a different movie. Yeah, I'm gonna look <laughs> that up right now and uh, just let you know because I, I I don't know who his mom is, but I know there's a lady in here, and that could be too deep a pull. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we we three best know him from Seinfeld, of course, because that was uh, happened during our lifetime, and it's still something that. We all watch to this day and catch catch an episode or two. Yep. And uh, he's not in every in every episode, but when he is, it's a treat. Yeah, it it's is. A, it's uh, they are the perfect like little couple. The way they act, him and uh, George Costanza's mom. Yeah, it's oh, they're top notch. And we put on our uh, Tony's dot take Instagram a, a good scene about him explaining to George the sizes and the bra, and how how the bra works for the women because he was going to go in for an interview. <laughs> Got the two cups in the front. Two loops in the back. <laughs> yeah, I also a, love he, he asked his wife to go get him. And like, What's going on in there? He asked me to go to get some underwear. I'm back in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, definitely, yeah, that's how I best know him. Definitely uh, one of my favorite shows. And it was good to know, like, he was, I was, uh, he was an old man, at least, you know, 92 years old. Yeah, so he died of natural causes. It's like, that's a good run. But I liked one of the quotes he had that I, that you know talked about how he said 
that during the Great Depression, it was, you know, comedians helped people laugh, which kind of helped people, you know, smile and get through. And he said, after seeing that, he's like, I wanted to be one of those guys. So it's cool. And he definitely did fill with some laughter. You know, he's definitely oh, yeah. was a funny guy. I love him as Arthur also in uh, King of Queens. Yeah, he had a good, like, almost like two decades, it seemed like, on TV. Dominated. Yeah. It was, it was quite funny in that one. He had a little more involvement because he lived with them, right? Yeah, he was a regular character in every episode. Oh, that was so. solid. Yeah, he always had to get walked like a dog. It was nice. <laughs> he uh, he will be missed. Yeah. Uh, oh, another in uh, King of Queens, I love the Christmas episode where he's listening to the Chipmunks Christmas. Yeah, and he's like, like the first time. a hula hoop he wants. <laughs> this is great. Okay, well... Uh, yeah, he'll be missed. Uh, let's move on. Um, Andy is uh, got some Mandalorian news. Yeah, this is the uh, biggest news of uh, probably this year. Ooh, um, even wow. bigger than the virus. Wow. Ooh. And um, it involves Star Wars: The Mandalorian, which is uh, just continually continuing to make news every week. But uh, this is the biggest so far. Uh, Boba Fett is coming back. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Now, the last we saw of him in like an actual movie, he was swallowed by the Sarlacc. Do you remember this? That was with the Han Solo's friends at uh, Jabba yeah, the Hutt's yeah, palace. Yeah, Han Solo was blind and accidentally hit his jetpack, causing him to lose control and fall in. And this is supposed to be like one of the world's greatest, the galaxy's greatest bounty hunters. And he just got hit by a blind guy. Can it's you imagine that? It's like, just like, you know, they always talk about like, oh, he's the best in the country. He's the best in the world. Imagine being the best in the galaxy. Yeah, it's got to be harder to organize competitions. You know, here in like baseball, we got the World Series, and it's like it's only two countries competing. So, um, trying to get all those different planets to send their best. Like, I don't know what Galactic Olympics, what a mess. We can't even do Olympics here, right? No. On one planet. Yeah, it's crazy to think the Olympics were supposed to start in like a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 was going to be a good year, man. I mean, I wish all this would have just happened in 2021. Just give us 2020. I mean, have you seen the. The stuff about Halloween this year where it's like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this stuff, but Halloween falls on a Saturday, but there's something more ironic about it. There's a full moon. Also, Andy, also that Sunday, the next day is daylight saving. So we go back an hour. Yeah. So for the people partying after midnight, 1 a.m. to 2 a.m., all of a sudden that goes from 2 a.m. to 1 a.m. So they're giving us an extra party hour of Halloween this year for the people that are going to be up really late. I just... Congratulations, we'll Tony. Don't look at me like that, Andy. Did Andy say oh, we'll see? Yeah, Andy, by October, people will be having house parties for Halloween. Halloween will not be taken. There will be 11 or this people house. in the home. I will what personally if- give my address to Gavin Newsom so he can try to stop my Halloween party here. The coronavirus wow. lives on candy corn. Oh, and we're, yeah. just, we're just fucked. Yeah. You are the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> Could be a good costume this year. Uh, it's a good costume every year if you can put that I almost, together. That's, were you ever a Star Wars character as a kid? I almost feel like know, I had I, a Boba Fett mask. My parents I, didn't buy costumes. They're just like, yeah, just put on a jacket. And <laughs> yeah, I was and the same is, way. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I would inherit costumes. Yeah. I was going to say, you guys have older siblings, though. Like, yeah. Things cost I, money. We don't get I them. was an only child, so my parents went all in. Those Star Wars costumes were always creepy. It was like C-3PO and just like pajamas <laughs> and then a plastic Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. really were. <laughs> It was like that. I think I was, de- I definitely had to have been Darth Vader or some last, like one of those years. I remember being a pirate. I was definitely a few Power Rangers. I don't even remember what I was as a kid. I feel like my mom made me be a dinosaur like three years in a row <laughs> because we had this awesome thing. And actually, my nephew has it now. 
But I know it was at least two years running that I, I had to wear that thing. Jurassic Park was a big deal back then. Had a tail. Yeah, it looked yeah. like and Reptar. Barney. And Barney was big, too. It looked so. like Reptar from Rugrats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mandalorian's still slated for September, right? That's what they're saying. There's going to be no delay. and uh, Nice. So it's going to be, I don't know what they're going to do. And it's also not confirmed. It was it was semi-confirmed, then it was confirmed. I don't know. I'll see it when I, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be interesting if they even try to explain uh, there were already rumors about this that if you remember in one of the episodes where like uh, he's trying to help that like kid bounty hunter and then the kid tries to like screw him over and then he's like left there and then like you see like one person step like just their foot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whoa, that's Boa Fett. I'm like, no, it's not. Because there's always like comics that like don't matter anymore that were like, Boa Fett escaped and then he did all this shit. And it's like, no, until George Lucas says it, that doesn't matter. But now George Lucas just doesn't matter. So, whoa, Boba Fett's back. He's alive. And it's going to be played by the same guy, too. See, that's what... It, uh, it lines up because, well, you know, Jango Fett, the guy who played Jango Fett, is now, like, the age of what Boba Fett would be ooh. in this timeline. See, it's, it is crazy because, like, you know, with, like, the Palpatine, how he was the, was the same guy in the, the most recent Star Wars from, like, The Return of the Jedi. And it's, it's just crazy because, obviously, when you see Return of the Jedi, especially when you see it, like, as a kid... You're like, oh my god, that guy's as old as my grandpa. Like, yeah, he was that like guy's... a 35 year old guy. They aged up. Yeah, that's you know, so crazy. It worked perfectly that he they continued to put his and character. So now in movies. he is like a 60 something, 70 something year old man playing a. Well, I don't know what he is. A thousand year old man. Yeah. <laughs> they but, will never explain that. So yeah, don't his cry. story can never be explained. Really, they just kind of keep him like, around. Fuck it. Nah, we don't know what to do. But uh, yeah. But Boba Fett. Now that's a guy you want back in your movie. I remember playing the. There was like a video game a long time ago. I feel like that was just. It was just Boba Fett. It was game. Django Fett. Yeah. Okay. It was. I think from that eyes, era. I think the in, D in is silent. Eyes, yeah. It was always a uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, I think I think it's how most people felt. I look forward to that. Have has anything like awesome come to Disney Plus? Don't say the new Star Wars. Well, we never it's also saw on my, it. there's another thing on my list. Oh, but we'll get to that. There's more Mandalorian news. Oh wow! Ooh. And that is that there's another recur- returning character to the series, and that is a character from the uh, cartoons, the Clone Wars cartoons that uh, have been airing, and I just 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 wrapped up their final season. You don't say. Uh, one of the the people who does one of the voices, she's going to return as that character. And uh, do you remember at the end of Mandalorian where uh, Giancarlo Esposito has that like yellow lightsaber? And a like, little bit. I mean, I watched like, it a long fuck? time ago now. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? And like the nerds were like, "That's from the cartoons." This girl had it, and it's like, "Well, this girl's gonna be in there," so it's gonna kind of explain huh. probably how he got that. Which is like, oh, it's cool. They're they're actually doing a good job of tying this stuff all together. Yeah, it seems like they're really you know they're tying loose ends together and elaborating on things it's it's well done yeah but i also just feel like i haven't gone into disney plus in a while and i find myself going there and maybe just putting on like nat geo so i don't do it a whole lot well do you want me to tell you what's coming soon sure Hamilton. i know the play the play they filmed uh, a showing of hamilton with the original cast mm-hmm. um, i don't know if this is from like the original run they just held it uh, this was supposed to come out in 2021. That was their deal. Oh. They were going to put that on there. 
Um, they've actually now changed that. I don't know. Lin-Manuel Miranda agreed to it or something. Yeah. Uh, July 3rd on Disney+. You know Plus. what? I saw that pop up on Yahoo today, something about Hamilton for like 80 or 100 million, and I didn't click it. Yeah. I, yeah, it said like it cost like $70 million to get that. Just that fucking guy, man. He's got to have so much money now. Yeah. Because he just does like whatever he wants. He's in commercials and bullshit. And just... It was great on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. He, he I'd just... like to see, you know... Uh, a doc about his life like what did he do before this how many plays was he in that like when did he well, strike oil how long his, into his, his career the one that was before um hamilton was in the heights and that was supposed to there's a movie supposed to come out this summer of that and so that came out in like 2003 so he's been around in the broadway scene for quite yeah a while. I, I assume he's you know this is not his first production you know yeah interesting but still like a meteoric rise like no one who knows any like Broadway people? We sometimes you know like the names of those old guys. That, that did, gay guy that's in everything. He started out in Book of Mormon. Yeah, but I'm talking about just like we don't really know a lot of the people who made the no the shows. No, and now not he's at like all. a household name. Would it be interesting and entertaining to watch a play on TV though? If you have no other way of seeing it, like I'll, I'll probably check it out because. When am I ever gonna? You're never gonna see it with the cast again because those people are in like movies and stuff now. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, a couple years ago when the thing was in, in LA, like there's an app and you can win tickets. And I was like, ah, I wouldn't pay to go see it, but I would win tickets to go see it. Sure. I didn't win. Yeah. Like that's how crazy it is. Like that many people go berserk for that one. It's crazy. Well, I don't even think it's even been to Costa Mesa yet. It, it has. But, uh, a few years ago it made its run really? to Seagerstrom, I believe. And then also, uh, but then like the Pantages or where, whatever. Yeah. It goes to LA in like a couple of years, but. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, that's something to watch. I think they're they're always adding. I don't Disney doubt movies it. that come out. Um, as far as series, I think it's nothing that it's not for us. That's really one thing you got to realize is that it's not for us. It's for kids. Yeah, and I mean they have a whole year for me, so uh, no guarantees I'll keep it. You know, not long term uh, after this Verizon thing. Uh, you know, drops. Well, out. it does seem like they're waiting for. Once that year's over, then like the other stuff will actually finally come. Yeah. But you don't care about Marvel, so it's not like that's not gonna get you back no. to see the the Arrow Man shooting. That's Arrow not, Man? Yeah. That's a superhero? Jeremy Renner as the Arrow Man. Oh. Um funny enough, we're I watched the town last night. It's not in my what I was I've been watching, but so we said Ben Affleck and now Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. Okay, well uh Anything else from you, Andy, or should we get right into movie brackets? I think that covered the news. It's a slow, slow week. I don't have much. I kind of have a story. Oh, let's hear it, Tony Katz. Just from uh, the weekend on Friday. Well, it's a personal story? Yeah. Do you want to put that in the other episode? Okay. I didn't know how cool we were going to get on that other episode. All right, we'll save that personal story for the other episodes. That way it keeps everybody on the edge of their seat. This Uh, was not a planned teaser either. No. no, it was not. Just, Look at that. That's how good we are. Cho- yeah. Tune into our happy hour after this. Alrighty. Episode 170 Perfect. as well. Well, I'm excited for these movie brackets then. So yeah, you want to recap on it, Andy? Yeah, I got to open up my documents. Am I allowed to, like, do I get to vote on these too? Yeah, oh, yeah. well, you're, you'll be obviously a tiebreaker at this point. We got three people. <laughs> yeah, okay. it was a little difficult when it was just the two of us. <laughs> yeah, we had to agree. Um, this, is, this is exciting now. So yeah, if you didn't listen last week, you probably should. But um, you know, I lamented about the loss of March Madness. I'm sure Tony would be there with me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and Sean, it's, it's it, a although, fun time. It, it, the all-around college year did suck this year, it felt like. like I, uh, this was the first time in at least 
five, six years that I just really was not into it much. Like I've been really into college basketball the last like two, three years. And this year I just could never get into the flow of it. And then obviously though, I would have liked to put on a a bet on a team. I would have bet on, you know, games would have put a future better too, probably, but that's always exciting. And then obviously doing the brackets, which is like the best part. So, I mean, March Madness still would have been fun, but I'm really curious who would have won it. Cause even though everything seemed like it should have been like Kansas, probably the way this year was going, it's like literally no one would have surprised me. Like if Michigan state would have come back or something, or if like someone like Duke or Kentucky still would have found a way in there, or even if like Dayton made a run somehow, I don't what know. you're saying is you miss the madness. Oh, absolutely. I always yeah, miss the so madness. I want to, I want to replicate and speaking of some crazy of that madness. Excitement. One year ago today was that Kawhi Leonard shot. Oh, yeah. God damn. And I was there on was... a golf course when that happened, and I was on a golf course again today earlier. Look at you. So, well, some uh, things haven't changed. So I'll, I'll promise you this. We're not going to cancel this tournament. Oh, so yeah. you will find out who, who wins this one. All right. Yeah, try and um, stop us, coronavirus. Right, well, let's hear it. So this is a bracket of the top actors of the last decade. So that is Ooh. 2010 to 2019. Oh, so you boy. only take into consideration those movies within that era yeah so there's a lot of these people who were in movies in even the 90s and 2000s that you just can't count okay. uh, so like uh the ncaa tournament as of late we have we had the uh the first four so you know they have those games on like tuesday and wednesday yeah. to get to the final round of 64 oh, yeah. some of those are the best games so too. i started here with 18 actors and so we had to eliminate two to get down to a 16 it was pretty hot bracket. So yeah, we did a little first four last week, and a recap. And you did this that. for movies, also, right? No, it's, it's just, oh, just actors, actors. and you're, oh, okay, they okay. compete against each other. So uh, in that in the first four, we had Tom Hardy, Bane himself, uh, against Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, Tom Hardy ended up advancing. Okay. And then in the other matchup, we had Brie Larson against Matt McConaughey, and uh, Brie Larson ended up pulling that off because McConaughey just had a rough. Second half to this decade. Yeah. She just, only got stronger while he kind of... He went to do Lincoln commercials. Yeah. <laughs> definitely going to have to look some of these people up. Yeah, you'll need to have IMDb up. And again, well, if it's a, your favorite movie and it was 2019 uh, you know, or uh, no, nine, wouldn't matter. I, I have the, uh, the relevant movies here. Yeah, but I like to look up their whole body of work. Yeah. Because so, there uh, are movies that I would, I would count as a deduction. If the movie is awful, deductible. Oh, I'm not considering that, but you could do what you want. That's what I'm doing. This is subjective. Is it, yes, uh, although it is. I, I did say it's not about TV, but if someone was in a significant show, I'll count it as part of their body of work. It's usually not going to make an impact on mine. There are, uh, I'd say, three people on here where that matters. Okay. So we're doing all, uh, well, how many do we do today? So we'll see how long this takes. I mean, I don't know how long we've been recording. We don't want to take up all our time with this. Um, but I think we'll do at least four matchups. Okay. So, uh, get down to like a, so we can do a part two of the first round. So here, here's how we're doing it. I have all the, all the uh, people with a, uh, a seed number. It's not like uh, ranked, like number one seed is the best because that's kind of, you know, cheating it. Yeah. Um, so there's random numbers and I'm going to ask you two to pick a number between one and 16 and that'll get us our matchup. Tony Cash, okay. you start us off. Okay. Uh, 11. Okay. Yeah, six. Okay, number eleven, Brie Larson is back. Oh, who she is? has to com- defend her win from last week against Bradley Cooper. Oh, Ooh. that's tough. So, How, uh, when did the Hangover start again? Brie Larson, one, pre- one Oscar I mean, win in uh, this decade for the movie Room. She also appeared in Scott Pilgrim, Twenty One Jump Street, 
Short Term 12, Trainwreck, Kong Skull Island, and as Captain Marvel in uh, the movie Captain Marvel, as well as the new Avengers movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper, four Oscar nominations in the decade. Uh, He's been in movies like Place Beyond the Pines, Silver Linings Playbook, Guardians of the Galaxy, American Hustle, American Sniper, and A Star is Born. This is easy for me. Uh, Yeah, I got mine. Okay. Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, I said Bradley Cooper too. You have two hangovers in there. You have, and honestly, See, I didn't put in bad movies. <laughs> no, I, they're entertaining enough. Yeah, to it watch. depends what you like, though. We the might like something different. The first one is better. not in the decade. The first one is not in the decade. I know, decade. and I'm, only, I, I'm saying the second too. I enjoyed the third one a little bit, to be honest yeah, with John Goodman. Fine. That, the third one, Andy, come on, that should be your favorite. It's got, got it's got did, John Goodman. John yeah. Goodman. The, the second one was bad because they copied too much of the first, but then the third one, I think they got away from that a little bit, and the third one was actually decent. And uh, I also, obviously, American, American Sniper was American Hustle. American Sniper, yeah. And also, it wasn't Limitless in that time frame? I don't think so. Yeah, it was. That was, it was? Uh, two, 2010. Ooh. Okay, I just saw it. Just gets it? in the time frame. It's, really, it's, it's early on in the decade. Uh, 2011. Ooh. Okay. Same well, year as Hangover 2. And it seems like I have a feeling you wanted Brie Larson. I did, No, I was going to go with Bradley Cooper anyway. Oh, cool. Uh, I think um, he directed A Star is Born, even though I didn't like that movie. That's still part of it. Um, although, I guess that shouldn't count because it's ranking best actors. But he just has more, just yeah. American Hustle, Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, he got his start as Sack yeah. in American Wedding or what's it? Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Was his name Sack or Zach? I don't know. I thought it was just Zach, and Christopher Walken can't say it right. Or I something. could probably look it up, but I mean, it was always Sack. Like it didn't make any sense. I think I said Christopher Walken like weird speech thing. Sack. <laughs> A sailor. Good man. Take a seat. Yeah, well, are you going to take more time looking this up? Yeah. Is it really that important? And you're already on IMDb. No, he played Sack Lodge. S-A-C-K. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we do another one here? Yeah. All right. Again. We So uh, 6 and 11 are off the board. So 10. Uh, two. 10 and 2. Ooh, a battle of important women. All right. Number 10, Scarlett Johansson. Number 2, Margot Robbie. Oh. Scarlett Johansson had uh, two Oscar nominations this decade, and they were both last year. Oh, Um, Jojo Rabbit. So, uh, yeah, her... Yeah, Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story. Both nominated. Didn't win either, but, you know, still great. Uh, Her significant movies, um, like nine Marvel movies. She was in, I think, more than anyone as Black Widow. And uh, the Black Widow solo movie was supposed to come out, like, this week. And, uh, of course, was uh, delayed, but... Still an important character to the biggest franchise we've ever seen. Uh, she's also in Under the Skin, Her, Lucy, and well, I already had Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. So I have seen like two of those movies. Well, you should watch them. We saw Under the Skin, and you guys were freaked out by it. What was it called? I don't remember. Under that. the Skin, it was where she was like an alien. Oh, oh I remember that. Very weird, but like cool. I don't know if it's the best acting because I don't know if she said a word in that. Yeah, I don't remember that movie. Too Although that well. doesn't. That's from 2013. Yeah. Also, I did like her. I thought that was a good movie. Also, but in her, it's like she's just the voice. It's important though. It is. Yeah, but I mean, just like Tom Hardy plays it with just eyebrows half the time. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, so who Mar- was the other one? Margot Robbie, Margot. also two Oscar nominations for uh, Bombshell and I Tanya. So uh, other credits include Wolf of Wall Street, Suicide Squad. And Once Upon a Time 
in Hollywood? Huh. I'm going to have to go uh, Margot because there's just more movies I've seen of hers and had yeah, enjoyed. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm going Margot Robbie also just because I like more of the movies that she has done. I didn't realize this is Margot versus ScarJo. Ooh. But <laughs> sounds like Margot is moving on. My vote doesn't even matter. But it would have went to Scarlett Johansson. I so. did like Jojo Rabbit and I thought she was good in it. But she needed another movie to push her forward uh, beyond her. Because, uh, well, yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood, I never I mean, saw it. Well, I'm saying Marriage Story, she was nominated for Best Actress. So that was a, you know, a big time yeah, starring role. I never saw it, Andy. Well, it's available on Netflix for free. Everything's available for free. I mean, yeah. I have the time and You to should do watch it. it. I did see Bombshell. That was good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Okay. All right, so we got uh, two more matchups to go. So it's hard to keep track of the numbers. I know uh, two's gone, Ten. ten's gone, 11 and six. Yeah. yeah, so just give me some numbers here. One. Eight. One and eight. Uh, you should have watched Marriage Story. <laughs> uh, well, number one is Christian Bale. Oh. One Oscar win for The Fighter and four total nominations. And this so, is a uh, given. He's passing whoever else you got. Yeah, I already want <laughs> okay, Christian Bale. Well, let's, let's just, we got to play this out. Come on. <laughs> So aside from The Fighter, he was a uh, Batman. I don't know if you saw those movies, but uh, The Dark Knight Rises came out this decade. American Hustle, The Big Short. He Vice. is one of the most talented actors who's ever existed. Let me finish. No. Vice and Ford versus Ferrari. And uh, number eight here, Adam Driver. Oh, two yeah. Oscar nominations for Marriage Story and Black Klansman. Um, three Emmy nominations for Girls. I think he's great. It's amazing how far a guy with a speech impediment can go. Uh, I salute him because he's an ex-Marine or something like that. Uh, he doesn't stand a chance. Maybe if this was the next decade. I feel let's, like his career is just kind of starting to blossom. Let's, let's give him a chance here. So aside from those uh, other two I said before, he also appeared in Logan Lucky, Silence, and the Star Wars trilogy as Kylo Ren. You're also skipping Black Klansman. I said that. That was one of the movies he was nominated for. Oh. Yeah, that's unfortunate for him. Um, because it's I a mean, bad matchup. It is. It's just You know, he got, he got a bad seed in this tournament. He, the, the selection committee really fucked up. <laughs> hey. He might have had a chance to advance, but he just... Well... You know, sometimes that happens. He would have had to go through Christian Bale at one point if he was yeah, making Yeah, no, that, a- that's the way I see it, is whoever wins is deserving. Like, anyone... So we're not going to say, like, he's tied for 16th place because that's not what we're really measuring. We're just trying to find the best. And you know what? I'll give him this. On Girls, I, 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 I'll admit I watched that show. It was entertaining enough. He was brand new at that point, at least to me. And he was very good at showcasing his rage. He would get so mad at the main character and he would just shout and scream scream and he was also an actor in the show so it was kind of fitting for his character but it was good acting portrayed there yeah the emmys the emmys knew it they gave him some nominations and uh he went on to better things but yeah i mean christian bale come on yeah easily christian bale for me honestly right. I, yeah i'm already almost gonna say it's, to win it's it not all. for me to go it's against christian bale i just like him again, a lot again the dark knight doesn't count uh, so but Vice one of them, does. one of them does. You can yeah. only count the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. The Bane one, I think, was my favorite. Okay. Honestly, okay. Okay. I remember leaving the that theater. Counts. I remember yeah. leaving that theater that night after American Hustle. After uh, Dark Knight Rises, and just not even being able to sleep, and it was like three in the morning because I was like, "Fuck, that was good." The Big Short. Yeah. I already did the the recipe. Yeah, here. no, we've got Ford it. Ford versus it. Ferrari. Come on. 
All right, we got our last matchup here. And this takes us to the final eight. No, it would take no. us to like 12. We, we're doing eight today and then eight next week for the first round. You we don't want to just take it down to the elite eight? We, we don't have could. a sweet 16. We could. Well, this, this is the sweet 16, 16 but oh. he's trying to make it only half of the sweet 16. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going through it pretty quick. Let's I feel just like. do eight. Yeah. yeah, let's just get to the elite eight. I think you're probably. We're on different. I just say let's just do one more. Oh, one more matchup. All right, fine, fine. I know it's fun. I know it's fun. It is fun. All right, two more numbers. One. Oh wait, we already wow. said one, didn't we? We really like Christian Bale. <laughs> uh, nine. Uh, five. Nine and five. Oh, I think these actors have definitely worked together on multiple occasions. Number five, Amy Adams. Four Oscar nominations. She's been in The, the Fighter, The Muppets, which I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That was actually um, really good. No, the Master, um, in the Superman movies, which suck, but still, she was in it. Her, American Hustle, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals, Vice, and then Sharp Objects on HBO. And, so you uh, a pattern here of how many like, people have been in uh, American Hustle? There's four people from American Hustle on this. And thing. like one episode of The Office, Andy. <laughs> I don't think it was this decade, but yeah. Oh, you're good point. Good point. Arrival. It wasn't. I, I enjoyed Arrival. Nocturnal Animals. I don't know if I've seen. I saw Sounds that one. That was an interesting Weird. movie. Yeah. We watched that. I think at your old place, actually. We watched like, like when you lived with Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is this is another just brutal matchup. I'd say. Uh-oh. Number nine, Joaquin Phoenix, one Ooh. Oscar win for the Joker, I mean, two more nominations. Uh, he started off the decade with I'm Still Here, which I never watched. That's the documentary about him. In his fake rap career. Oh, yeah. Remember how he went away? Yeah, he was like, I'm done with acting. He tried to be like a, uh, what was his name? Uh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, yeah. Actually, I just talked about him the other day. He's one of the only ones who I think, like, if he would have faked his death, that I would actually maybe believe. Yeah. He was a nutcase. But he was cool. So, Phoenix also was in The Master, Her, You Were Never Really Here, and The Sisters Brothers. So, not... A ton of movies, but a yeah. little, some some powerful stuff. See, this one's tough because I don't think he was in as good a stuff as Amy Adams. But it's like the Joker was good. But I'm I'm gonna go Amy Adams. If, I think if we're gonna, I'm gonna give the credit to like how I feel like the decade went more. Oh, this is tough. I might have to say the same, but I I like Joker too much. I think I'm I'm gonna go Joaquin Phoenix. Good. Let's also, let Andy finally decide yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I'm going with Amy Adams. Ooh. <laughs> So it didn't matter what you had to say. No, she just had the better decade, it seems. I agree. Yeah, I think Joker's my a, favorite. a pretty stacked uh, decade. The Joker is definitely my favorite movie of all those ones you named, but, I mean, she just, you know, more credit there. Yeah, I just kept going, like, wow, this is a lot. This it was like lot, Joaquin Phoenix had a four-home run game, but Amy Adams hit 20 home runs when he only hit seven. Right. But he had the four-home run yeah. game. <laughs> all right, so uh, moving on was uh, Christian Bale... Margot Robbie, Amy Adams, and uh, who else? It was... Uh, <laughs> See, this is why it's easier on my computer. I can actually highlight stuff. Wait, hold on. Phone. We have this. I know they're shouting it at home. Hold on. You said Christian Bale? It was Bradley Cooper, right? Bradley yeah. Cooper. Okay. okay. I'm going to have to remember and highlight this Testing later. Testing us, Andy? I'll remember that yeah. now. So that means there's, uh, there's still eight actors who haven't been revealed yet. Ooh. Tune in next um, week Although, actually, no, no. Tom Hardy... One last week, and he didn't. It wasn't part of. He didn't have to defend his title. So, yeah, Brie Larson did. That's yeah. a shame. Okay, well, uh, shall we move on? Yeah. 
we don't have a whole lot left. Uh, frankly, we can get into what we've been watching, and then uh, after that, the last movie of the week, which I don't think we've even picked one for this current coming week. I don't think we did. We'll have to think on our feet for that one. <laughs> Uh, before we get into what we've been watching, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And for a limited time, you can get 25% off and free shipping simply by plugging in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y. Head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's. Plug in promo code Tony. For 25% off and free shipping because it's the dog leash you've been waiting for all quarantine long. See how good that read was when everyone's in the same room? It can point at people and they know what to say. Um, okay. Shall we get into what we've been watching? I've got three things. Two things. not uh, Three things including our, our last movie of the week. How many do you have, Andy? 21? I think like four. Four. Maybe I five. Have, I have two. Nice. But they'll be quick because they're both like older stuff. One, we, yeah, I'll just get there. We'll well, get Andy, there. you want to do a couple? Sure. I'll, uh, I'll start with um, going in order of what I watched. First Man this is the uh, Ryan Gosling uh, space movie, Neil Armstrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched that. Um, yeah, I liked um, Damien Chazelle's. Whiplash. I never watched La La Land because I'm just not interested in that yeah. at all. Um, so this was a different movie for him to do, and I wanted to see what he did. And I didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. I thought there was some cool stuff. They, it was very good, grainy, and it's like, is this supposed to be like that? And it's like, yeah, it's supposed to look like footage from the '60s, and that's it's neat. But um, the Neil Armstrong character was just not all that exciting. I don't know why they wanted to make a movie centered around him rather than just centered around the space program in general. It's hard to tell if Ryan Gosling was good or not in it because it just is very, like, monotone. Yeah. I guess Ryan Gosling's done that before, so. Uh, but that would be my criticism of the movie. I don't think it's it's not a wonderful movie by any means. 86 with the uh, critics, 67 yeah. with the audience. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And then the uh, the next movie I watched was The Favorite. This was the 2018 movie from Yorgos Lanthimos, the Greek director. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture at one point. People thought it was going to actually win. It had a, a ton of different nominations. I was waiting for you to say the title, but it's the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that is about uh, one of the queens of England, I believe in the early 1700s, who was, uh, she had this like uh, chief of staff with her, who you know, did all her stuff for her. And then her cousin came wanting for a job, and then they started basically competing for the queen's attention. And uh, it, really cool movie, cool looking movie. The sets are great. They do weird stuff with camera angles, and then the uh, performances are great. Uh, Olivia Coleman won for best actress for playing the queen, but Emma Stone was great in it as well. Um, if you can find this movie, it's worth a watch. It's not the most interesting movie, and it's not necessarily historically accurate in any way. But it's just very unique. You don't see things like this. Like, Where'd you watch it? The internet. Oh, <laughs> I, don't know. I had it. Illegal channels? No, it wasn't illegal channels. That I just didn't pay off a cable man. That just reminds me of <laughs> times in the past with your uh, living situations when it was like the 
illegal download oh, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Andy on the dark web. That was probably about a year ago. I don't know. Well, yeah, who knows anymore? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll take a, a break on Andy's. All right. And uh, Tony, you want to go? Yeah. So uh, the first I watched was a. It's an older. It's old. It's like two thousand two or no. Yeah, about two thousand two or so. Was I finally got to see? I finally watched the hot chick. Okay, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, you got to watch that before our best actors of the decade. <laughs> Having, From 2002. It's a funny movie, though. Classic comedy. I never even realized like all the, the names in it. 22 with the critics, 59 oh. with the audience. Well, the critics aren't going to like that movie. That's not a movie for the critics. Critics don't have a sense of humor. Critics are like, meh. Critics, <laughs> trust me, cri- meh. critics probably go to the movies with like Gavin Newsom and stuff. They are not. Rachel McAdams and Anna Ferris. How about that? Yeah, exactly. And Adam Sandler plays in it as like, of course, just a stoner guy that has Eric like. Christensen Olsen. Yeah. From uh, Dumb and Dumber-er. And Fired and Up. And Beer Fest. And Fired Up. <laughs> and from the Clippers game once, I saw him there. But anyway, oh. I was just saying that because like, yeah, I just hadn't seen it, hadn't seen it in a while. But then, Andy, I finally, last night, because it was on Disney Plus, I finally watched The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I've always been a Star Wars fan, so I was gonna get around to it eventually, and so I finally did. And yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Obviously, I think they set it up so much that you assumed, oh man, she's got to be like Luke's daughter. That it's like they wanted to go a complete other direction, and it was like, no, she's like related to Palpatine. Just kind of crazy. Also crazy that he like killed his own son over it or whatever, or daughter, whatever. It was, it was. a good movie though, right? You liked it? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it kept me entertained. I overall liked it, I would say. I enjoyed, uh, at Disneyland back when the world existed, they updated the Star Tours ride to fit that uh, movie. So one of the, like, versions of the ride, you end up on those waves. So with the crash Death Star. It was really cool. I thought it was a terrible movie, but... Terrible but it. fun movie. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of a lot uh, of people didn't like it. I know an uh, old friend of the podcast, Carter, messaged me when I was posted about it, and he was saying like he thought it was bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. It moves so fast that you don't have time to think about how dumb it is. That's how I think. Well, didn't you like, say it's like three movies in one? I think yeah. the one thing I don't like is all the psych outs with people dying in it. Yeah. It's, it's like always... at least like five people died that like then didn't die, <laughs> including Palpatine, <laughs> who yeah. all of a sudden was just like, Never died. <laughs> Just been fallen for the last 30 years. years old. And I don't think we'll ever get a real answer. They're just going to like pretend like could have been science. Do you think in that situation, magic. Disneyland was like, talked to George Lucas first about it and was like, hey, we want to bring Palpatine back. We're going to say like, this is his granddaughter. Like, or did it like, uh, no, they, they told him like it lost. Okay. Like he was supposed to consult on the first movie and like he gave him some ideas and they're like, no. Wasn't so I, that the movie he didn't even go to the premiere? I, I don't think I don't even know if he's watched this one honestly. So he was definitely at the premiere of the f- first one. Yeah, I saw the thing too about how like you know because I know Han Solo wanted to get killed off George, what's his name Harrison Ford? <laughs> I almost called him George Harrison. Harrison George Ford. Harrison Ford I know wanted to get killed off, so I was like interested because I was like I'm just curious how much he made just for that scene, which I don't know if you guys know. Do you know? Enough to keep him crashing planes. I, I don't I know if got I got like 20 million for the first movie. I was going to say, I don't know if I read it right, but I thought he got like 10 million for that scene or something, which wouldn't surprise me. But I was curious because I know he didn't want to be in it. And he said that I, I was reading it. It said like JJ Abrams just called him up and said, Hey, we've got this vision of, you know, whatever his name is, 
Rilo Klen, whatever his name is. <laughs> Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren, like, going back and talking to, like, a memory or whatever. I guess he was just like, all right, I'll do it. I'm sure, though, what they didn't say in the phone call was $10 million. It's like the Godfather, like, we gave him an awful he couldn't refuse. Well, he, he probably... Filmed it on like a green screen at his house. Yeah. Probably just like, hey, just give that jacket that, skill. No, like, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, go they were going to put it. a dead Chewy head in his bed. But I was also found it interesting. I was reading it and it said like how the reason why Harrison Ford wanted to get killed off one of the, re- I guess, was because he said after the whole thing at Jabba the Hutt's place, he said he never felt like Han Solo's character had any like purpose left, like any like real reason to be around still or like didn't they didn't like use him enough or something. So, yeah. and he, I guess he's always been someone who gets very like engaged with his characters and he said he felt like, there was no reason for him to be around anymore after he did whatever he had to do at uh, Job of the Hutt's place. So, I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah, overall, I mean, it kept me entertained. But, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I, – I am a Star Wars fan, especially when I was a kid. But, I mean, that was like all the original ones and all that jazz and also just when I was a kid. Right on. Were those the only two you watched? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So, I have a last-minute ad I forgot to put in there, but it'll be quick. So, Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. 23 hours to kill. It's his first stand up in 22 hours or 22 years, I believe. 22 hours, yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Absolutely incredible. Guy is on top of his game while uh, still remaining to his roots. He's still very clean and all of that. Um, it's on Netflix. I highly recommend checking it out. It's only an hour. And then the other one, Andy, you talked about it last week. I watched Coachella 20 Years in the Desert. I thought it was great. I just love history with music and how things you know develop um i almost turned it off and i texted you about this time andy because it seemed like robot music was taking over the uh documentary and uh they had about probably 20 minutes or so on there on on that stuff and i just i I can't do it i can't hear it It's, it's i'm too old i think um i mean like i'm 70 years old but Otherwise, I enjoyed it. Kanye West was great on there, and like, you know, uh, Tupac, uh, Hologram, and all that stuff. Like, it's it's just really neat seeing how all that stuff unfolded over the last twenty years. Uh, and then the last thing is an audio book. I don't recommend, or just a regular book. I don't recommend them, recommend them too often. But I've started Scar Tissue, the uh, Anthony Kiedis Red Hot Chili Peppers book uh, on Audible, and you know what? It's read by none other than Ryder Strong of Boy Meets World, Sean. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. That's, a, that's very strange. But it's awesome. And yeah. uh, I'm only into chapter two right now. I just started it last night. Um, it's crazy. It's goddamn unbelievable. His dad, I'm sure he didn't live past, you know, 50, um, 40 even. But it's just crazy, like how some people grow up, and uh, makes total sense how he survived. Also, pretty bizarre. Sonny, of uh, Sonny and Cher, Sonny Bono was like a second father to this kid. Pretty bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, those uh, are the three things I had. Uh, and Coachella, by the way, you can find on YouTube. It's a YouTube original movie. Uh, and then scar tissues everywhere, probably. So yeah, those were the. The three things I had. Andy, back to you. All right. This is hard to try to do this. I'm trying to find a movie for next week. So maybe uh, you look. I have the list right here. So the next thing here, and um, this might be spoilers for our best 
actors of the decades. So pay attention. Oh, I watched the movie boy. Mother. Um, Mother. It's a Darren Aronofsky movie from a couple years ago starring Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Javier Bardem. It's a Misfits movie. It is uh, a very strange movie that you kind of need to know that it's strange. It has one of like the lowest audience approvals ever. That it just. What do you mean, like approvals? Like the audience like didn't they, want it? Like, go look up on what the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is. It's probably. Like, is it from 2017? Yeah. Okay. It's, um. It's, I won't say it's a movie that doesn't make sense, but it's, it's a not. 69 with the critics, 50 with the audience. Okay, 50 is not horrible. No, but it's got one of the biggest, like, gaps between that. Um. I thought it was amazing, but I knew ahead of time that it's weird. So, Ooh, Ed I'll, Harris. So, I'll give you, like, here's a secret to the movie. Uh, I thought it's called Mother, and like from the trailer, I thought it was like it's a married couple, Javier Bardem and Jennifer Lawrence. I thought like That's her mother and law came. That's a big age gap, right? Yeah, which is kind of addressed, or not necessarily, but um, but I thought it was like his her mother in law coming or something because it's it's about you know unwanted house guests and it's like this set up like that kind of horror movie. I can tell this is very weird. They're not they don't have names. They're just uh, listed as mother I was as just him, looking at that. as so then, man. So when you look up the cast and Jennifer Lawrence's mother and like, "Wait. Um, here's the secret. Mother Earth." Okay. So that's what you got to think of it. Okay, I was going to say so, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer should be mother. She's way older than yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. So yeah, Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer are, you know, this couple that come up come to their house and Javier Bardem's like, yeah, sure, you can stay with us. They were just too, I don't know. And just weird stuff starts starts happening, and it gets like way out of control, and it goes absolutely nuts. The last 20 to 30 minutes of this movie are insanity. Like, it, it's something that's like, there's you, you would never believe it's happening, so you have to know. If, you, if that upsets you, then you're going to hate this movie. Huh. But you just have to realize, like, yeah, that's not the point of it. I just thought it was one of the... Coolest things I've ever seen. I was like, wow. But, okay. But also, I went and asked my brother, like, did you ever watch this movie? He's like, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. So that's it's very polarizing. Interesting. All right. And the last thing I hear I have on my list, South Park Season 23. You watched, watched an entire this. season? Yeah. It's 10 episodes of 20 minutes. It's nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. And I've been watching it like over the last two weeks. When you think about like The Simpsons, it's like, oh, those are like 26 yeah. episodes. How many seasons are they on now? For what? South Park? I just yeah. said season 23. <laughs> That's the last season? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that, that, that aired uh, last fall. Ooh. What? Actually, I'll, I'll, I got another thing to say for the okay. next podcast, because it'll be, it's about the Simpsons, about with like predicting stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's crazy that South Park can still be so good. And that yeah. It kind of went down. I stopped watching it. For a couple of years, and then you know, I had Hulu here. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. It's ten episodes. Um, and it was there's a great episode um, where it's supposed to be like Macho Man Randy Savage saying he's a woman and competing in like against <laughs> other women. <laughs> and it's like it always seems like oh they're trying to be as offensive as possible, but then they're like, eh, okay, they're reasonable, but sometimes they get in trouble for that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and the last episode had. It ended with um, Santa Claus, Randy Marsh, and Jesus doing uh, cocaine that Randy had grown. That was super okay. pure. And it's like, I, yep, for, that's South Park. for whatever reason, I thought you were still talking about Mother. And I was <laughs> like, wow, that movie really did get weird. I, it's actually pretty close to that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was literally thinking of like a non-cartoon version of Santa Claus yeah. and Jesus and whoever Randy Marsh is, which now I realize is, you know, from South Park, the dad. So that's South Park's roots is that their original like short film they made was Santa Claus versus Jesus fighting. No, it's like their. That's because it's called like their their birthday and like their yeah the day he goes. I mean, they're they're friendly characters to each other. You would think. Yeah. They get along. their pals. But yeah, still good. Okay. Well, uh, are we ready to talk about our uh, movie from last week? And yeah. uh, ready to recommend our movie for this week? I'm going to read over the list, and then we can kind of come up with an idea on the spot. Okay. Yeah. So a ghost story, legend, Swiss Army Man, and The Endless. I'll mm-hmm. let you uh, make up your mind as you uh, please, but, uh, well, yeah, I guess we recommend our movie first before we go to our, our Well, movie. I'll vote for something here if we want. What do you want? I'm going to vote for Swiss Army Man. Let's do it. Your new movie for uh, next week to watch is Swiss Army Man. No, I believe it's still on Netflix. Oh, Andy. I really do check to thing, see what things leave, but... You did your research here. Yeah. Let me pull it up. And I'll uh, read it off of here if you give me one moment. Okay, it's still on here as of today at least. Yeah. From 2016, an hour and 37 minutes, a washed-up corpse with surprising abilities gives a hopeless man stranded in the wilderness someone to talk to and a newfound reason to live. Cast is Paul Dano, very good. Daniel Radcliffe, pretty good. And uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I don't know who that is. You do. You've seen her. Okay. <laughs> well, interesting. Um, so he gets a new Wilson, if you will. Instead of a volleyball, yeah. he gets an actual dead human. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. Look forward to talking about it next week. All right, well, are we ready to discuss the movie from this week? I'm ready. The Death of Stalin. Let me pull it up on here, Andy. Okay. Andy, you, want, you want to take it away? Uh, I don't have all the stats. It's from 2017, 2018, I believe. 2017. The death of Russian dictator Joseph Stalin throws the Soviet Union into comic chaos as his ambitious but addled ministers maneuver to succeed him. Yeah, the movie is what it says it is. Starring Steve Buscemi, Simon Russell Beale, and Patty Considian. <laughs> he was very, not in it very much. I don't know why he has such a high billing. Who even is that? He's the guy in the beginning that was like the head of that music show. He's in The Outsider. Oh, and okay, okay. Things. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just have um, Jeffrey Tambor? Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and yeah, an hour forty-five. Um, so you said last week, you know, it's kind of a Veep, and it definitely is. I just don't think I think Veep was is better. <laughs> I really like the show Veep. I think it's harder for comedies to try to set up characters and have great jokes around characters in 90 minutes. Yeah. So I think it's one of the reasons we don't see too many comedy movies anymore. Cause it's just, it's better to do it on TV in a lot of cases. Um, I will say this though, the banter between all of these guys, you couldn't do much better than that. I thought it was great on that, in that regard. Yeah, no, it, this was still a really, really good movie. Tambor's wearing the, uh, the corset. Yeah. 
that it was yeah the characters were still good it's just yeah you, it, you're just being introduced them to, to them now so it's harder to make jokes around them but still really good i really loved it was rupert's friend as stalin's son Oh he's yeah, like coaching the hockey team. And he's just I like was drunk. looking. I was like, "Is he familiar? Do I know him?" It looks like he could have been played by. Uh, I'm forgetting his name. The guy who's a teacher rapist. That is not a sentence I want to hear again. What? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> he plays. He had a teaching school. I'm sure, this wasn't personal life. Dave <laughs> Franco, James Franco. Okay. He looked like him, but he's not. It's not he's, him. So he's in the show Homeland, and he's just like a you know silent assassin type. So it's very strange to see him in this comedy, hmm. but he does a great job. And it's like, wow, I wanted more of that. Yeah, yeah, he he did a a, a great job playing a, a drunk, and then Jason Isaacs in there for about eleven seconds. Yeah, I like scary, him, intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, badges on him, and then really it is Buscemi's movie, and he's he's so good at that. I'm just doesn't have time to get his pajamas off just puts the coat on over it um i also liked that they went the way and i mean this was done before that but they went the way that uh chernobyl did where they're like we're not even going to bother with you know accents or speaking russian it's like not as many people will read this versus listening to it and i mean you get past that pretty quick yeah, no one's trying to do a bad Russian accent. It's just Jeffrey Tambor, just his normal voice. Yeah. And you get it. You don't, it doesn't take you out of it at all. Mm-mm. Uh, Simon Russell Beale, so he played the, the bigger guy, right? The bad guy. He was basically the most important character here, and I did know that, not know the actor at all. So he, uh, Did he sleep at all? Like, I was thinking about that the whole like, 20, 30 minutes first up. Like, it's nighttime. Everyone goes home, goes to bed. He goes and is, you know, see, dealing with people that they're going to murder. Yeah. Then he gets a call, deal with Stalin. He goes straight there. It's like, did he ever sleep? Well, we don't see everything that happens, mm. but probably not. I don't think he, he was scheming. He was scheming. So I read like the true story behind this. Yeah, that was what I was more interested in. I think I even have like a five minute history or an hour history of Stalin. I need to re- re-listen to it. So it didn't. It doesn't happen exactly like this, but it's actually probably more historically accurate than you would think. Really, I just just threw it yeah. all out the window for that. Because I mean, you knew um, Khrushchev, that's Buscemi's character, was the next leader. So it's like, okay, well, you if you know history, you know he's going to be the uh, the guy who's in charge at the end. But um, it doesn't all happen over two days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely a definite recommend for me. Yeah, it's funny, and I mean, if it is actually more historically accurate than I thought, even better. Um, Although, don't go reciting, oh, that's exactly what happened. No, no, absolutely not. Um, And so, just in case we forgot to say it, 96 with the critics, 78 with the audience. But yeah, I did look up what happened to Stalin's children, and yes, his his daughter did uh, eventually make her way all the way out to America, and uh, at some point went back to Russia, I think like the 80s or 90s or something. But she so she was kind of like banished, and then the the son did stay in Russia and end up being like murdered into prison somewhere like ten years later. Because the daughter they said in the movie that they sent her to Greece or something, right? Yeah, and but I think Solly stayed there, right? Yeah, okay. So that that's that's what really happens, and he he just he was a drunk the rest of his life, and eventually was just like killed. Hmm. So. 
That, that was like a really crazy part about it. Like, even when they're leaving that first night, and like, he's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Every well, person there was horrified that they were going to get murdered. Well, How many like, people did did Stalin have ordered to kill? I mean, that's always they say. Like he ki- he killed more than the Holocaust. Yeah, it's I've I've heard unreal. he always said that. So. He killed a lot of his own people, also. Right? That's what it was. It was yeah. like all his own people. But like, how do you not just rise up and be like, "Fuck that"? Well, I liked you know Michael Palin's character there. He was on the list, and then the guy when the guy kind of took charge, took him off the list, and then also his yeah, wife yeah. Was, had been imprisoned, and he brought her back, and he's like, "No, fuck her." <laughs> If she was in prison, she must have done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely saw some similarities with Veep just because of, you know, political banter and humor in that way. But yeah, definitely worth uh, worth watching. Okay. Well, uh, anything else to add? No, that's it. I think it was a good show. Yeah. All right. Well, you uh, have been listening to episode 170 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you check out our happy hour after this and hit that subscribe button and share with a friend from afar. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, Six Feet Away Andy. It was nice to be back. And Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later.